Welcome to Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. Bubba, I'm excited today. Uh, you know, we, we do mainly guests on Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, because the big show is not that that guest-ridden. I mean, we have guests, but uh, most of these <laughs> conversations, uh, you know, some, some shows, that's all <laughs> they are. Infested with guests. It's not one guest after another. And Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, uh, was designed as a unique podcast for us to unpack some topics maybe a little more in detail. But today we're going to have a little fun. Uh, we're we're going to go back. You know, you and I have been doing the main Rick and Bubba show, and, and I run into people sometimes that the only exposure they have to this show is Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. They found it first. So if, if you're one of those, understand that we do a, uh, uh, a radio and TV show when I say TV, it's on the YouTube channel. We've been on various um, you know, channels over the years, but now it's on the YouTube channel, so you can watch it and listen to it. We're on affiliates. Uh, we're on a TuneIn app. We have uh, podcast archives. But we do a five-hour show every day as a team. Bubba and I are on for four hours of that. So if you're not familiar with the, the main show, you hear us refer to the big show because that's what this week's going to be about. We're going to go back through the history of the big show, which is 27 years, Go to rickandbubba.com, and you can find out all the ways for you to hear uh, more Rick and Bubba than just this weekly podcast. And, and Rick, you point out, too, there's sometimes confusion. You you have the podcast from The Daily Show. This is Rick and Bubba University, which is unique, and we do cover other things. And, you know, when we first set this up, it uh, we were going to talk to people, and uh, we were going to do other things. And, you know, really, we haven't, as you said, haven't done the other things as much. So today is some of those other things. All right, so we're going to dive in. Uh, we have people that have taken time to call today at 866-WE-BE-BIG, and these are people that have been listening to Rick and Bubba, the radio show, uh, for some part of the last 27 years, and we're going to focus on more memorable moments or maybe their favorite moments of the past, and if there's some things maybe they didn't know about those moments, we can shed some behind-the-scenes uh, stuff or, or just uh, kind of respond to some questions they may have about it. So we'll get started with uh, a very famous moment. Uh, out of Pensacola, Florida, Chris is on Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. Chris, welcome to the podcast, buddy. Dr. Rick, Dr. Bussey, how are you guys today? Well, Very well, the, prof- the professors are in. Go ahead. Well, one of my favorite moments, and uh, when Speedy screened my call, I told him, and I think he kind of got embarrassed, but my favorite moment of the 27 years, has got to be you guys got to tell the story behind him streaking at the golf tournament. Yep. You guys have got to tell what happened yep. after everything went off. Yep. It's on the best of CD, smell of success, but we don't know what happened to Speedy afterward. Did he get his pants up, or did he go to, or did he end up getting arrested naked? Well, we, we we're happy to report uh, that that he was not uh, arrested. Now there there was now those that don't know what happened. Uh, Bubba, this is when you and I were doing the show, uh, from Gadsden, Alabama. Uh, and we were trying to make our way. Uh, this is about an hour North of Birmingham, the market in Alabama, the bigger market. And we were trying to make our way into the Birmingham market. Uh, and there was this prestigious celebrity pro-am at a very prestigious golf course that we were trying to be given credentials to that we could do our show from the as you can see here, uh, those of you that are watching it on YouTube, uh, we were doing this from the back porch, and and somehow we started talking about making an impact while we were there. Now, keep in mind, we've had to work to get to be there, 
watching speed it up. This is as closest thing to the Patterson footage that we have right, of right. the event. Yeah, and and if I and if it, the, here's some of the things you y'all may not know about it. So the obvious thing is Speedy went streaking across the. This is the practice uh, area, right? Our, yeah, the, our, yeah, the practice uh, driving range. Yeah, and so the celebrities in the pro am <laughs> see him running across there naked. It started out as a dare. And then we we started. He said he wouldn't do it unless we were able to to put some money together, and for we, charity for charity because they, they, that somehow makes it better. Yeah, and he said he would do it if we raised enough money, and we didn't know he would whether he would do it or not. Uh, so you can see he's running with most of his clothing in his hand, but if I remember correctly, he dropped uh, his 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 underwear. If I remember that correctly, yeah, I think that is correct, and had to go back to get it. And when he got behind the bushes, he was like, I don't have my underwear. And we were like, well, you have to go back and get it. And and that fine camera work there is actually me doing that on my home video camera. Well, uh, yeah. So, and, and the fact we got it at all was somewhat lucky. Well, here's the thing about what you have to know about Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, and some of the behind-the-scenes stuff, is Speedy was not arrested. Uh, I believe the person who kind of was in charge of us getting there had to disavow any knowledge of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and right. and Speedy ended up not getting in any trouble. Talking about Gene Hallman, right? But it did cause some trouble because at the time we had a different weatherman named Mark Prater, mm-hmm. and Mark Prater, in his desire, see this, it, this this desire to be first in journalism is not a new concept, right? Um, and so he we had footage, if you remember, and Prater wanted to show it on television about what happened at the golf course, mm-hmm. but he never looked at it before he put it on. And he, he was okay until he said the following statement. Let's take a look at that in slow motion. Do you remember that? And I, I think they did and, and probably zoomed in, and mm-hmm. uh, it, it did not go as well as what Mark had hoped. Yeah, the speed, anybody that thought Speedy wasn't really naked, uh, Mark Prater slowing it down and saying, let's take a look at that in slow motion, right. was confirmation that why, yes, he, he, yeah. he certainly yeah, is. Yeah, I remember that. He certainly is. And you remember they came back to Prater, and he was as wide as a sheet. Right. And uh, and and just just said, well. How about that? Well, how I about think, that? Yeah. Well, how about that right there? Yeah, I think that was the phrase. So he was that? not arrested. Uh, yeah. He he. It was kind of a, we were, you know, we, what we did is the thing where we caused confusion, and nobody really knows what happened and why it happened, and, and, and we, just, we just almost caused a smoke screen and just kind of stayed in it, but. The, the Prater moment on TV is probably the one that you're looking for, Chris, on tell us some things that happened we may not and, know. And about. I think he did it the next morning, if I remember correctly. It was during the morning show Yeah, uh, that that was uh, on there. And then that really became as much a story as the streaking, I think. It did. To Alex out of Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Alex, your favorite moments in Rick and Bubba history? Well, you know, it's hard to it's hard to narrow it down, but, but I love – the mistakes that happen, yeah. and the little one-liners that y'all throw from time to time, they, they eat me up, eat my lunch. But in two in particular, uh, there was an airplane story that Speedy talked about uh, where he was trying to describe a, describe the cockpit. Mm. Uh, yeah. And then there was there was another one yeah. uh, where Speedy uh, had a, there was a particular scare at his house. And, and the greatest parts about those two that really stand out to me is that those the two words that he used together on each of the two yep. mm-hmm. 
yeah. really went together and just just made it beautiful. Uh, yeah, that that is the that's the two most memorable things that happened that I can remember. Yeah, you're talking about the life. the tick scare. Yeah, he meant to say that at their house somebody had got a tick on them and they were worried about some of the diseases. And he meant to say, well, at our house last night we had a tick right. scare, and and yeah. and he messed that up a little bit. And uh, I think you know where where we went from there and some of the help that could be provided. I think it was. Uh, because we didn't understand what kind of scare it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it, and, it was confusing yeah. for all of us because we we really didn't know how to help. No, uh, I mean, well, I mean, there's there were some theories on right. on things that might be beneficial, but right, right. Uh, so I tell you, we're going to continue this, and we when we come back, we're going to jump right in. Uh, I knew this call would come, uh, and we'll talk about one of the most famous moments in Rick and Bubba history uh, when Rick and Bubba University the podcast continues. All right, so Bubba, you knew that we were going to have this. Uh, you, you can see it right there. I mean, just take you a look there at line five. I mean, you, you, you knew this was going to come in. So let's go ahead and get it out there. Uh, we're, we're talking about the most memorable, our favorite moments in Rick and Bubba history on this edition of Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. Athens, Alabama has been big on the show this week, and Will is calling. Will, uh, what would you like for us to discuss? Uh, good morning, guys. How are y'all? We're good. Great. I hope you're okay. We're doing good. Hey, thanks for uh, taking my call. But, uh sure. I'm sure I could speak for most of the Rick and Bubba audience when I say, uh, is the Willie and Wanda story real? And is there any other details that could that y'all could share with us that y'all haven't shared before? Willie and Wanda, uh, let's answer question number one, Bubba, with zero reservation. The Willie and Wanda story was 100% real. These were not characters <laughs> It was not a story that we embellished on yeah, to try to make it better. it was not embellished. I'll tell you that. It, it 100% happened. Uh, was it traumatizing? Yes. Were there moments? Troublesome. Where, yeah. Troublesome. When, you, when we were living it, uh, Will, it wasn't funny to us. I, I hope you understand that. It wasn't every, funny to our boss. No, it time. wasn't funny to anybody involved. And and we none of us knew how it was going to end. And, and if you're new to the program, and I'll just give you a brief. We took two listeners to Los Angeles on a trip that they won, and we only came back with one of them because the other one was put in jail. And, and it's one of the most famous Rick and Bubba, probably you, you know, probably our, one of our biggest hits of all times. Now, Bubba, as far as his second question, is there anything that happened we didn't talk about in the story? I, Not that I can think of. I think we covered it all. I, I don't remember the original recording on the CD if we covered – post that as much as maybe we did during the live shows when we told about the uh the the folks in law enforcement and all that who had had contacted us to find out more details after but they heard the same story y'all heard i mean i i don't know um the only thing maybe uh that we haven't reported on that is from time to time we will uh run into someone who who knows them or, or family members and uh, they give us an update uh, on what's mm-hmm. going on, and we we haven't really gone into a lot of that. Did we ever talk about on the air that the place that that uh, that Willie worked uh, had a picture of him going to Los Angeles with Rick and Bubba, and then he never came back? You know, in the original did, story, did we on talk the about CD, that? I don't know if that was on there or not, but I know we told that it in was the not live, on the CD. The live or, or, or it was not right. on the CD. So if you don't know about that, Will, uh, the fact that he had his picture made where he worked. Headed to Los Angeles with Rick and Bubba, and then he just never came back. Yeah, uh, that 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 part we we had. I don't think we ever talked about. Yeah, but he did get back. He did eventually get back and out of jail. 
But there was a moment for those. It, it you, took it took a lot of effort. Oh, for that well, to happen. yes, it did. And we really didn't talk about all that at the time because the uh, district attorney involved had asked us not to. So usually, when they ask you that, or the FBI, you you oblige that. Yeah, it was um, because we're great Americans. We are great Americans, and it w- it was one of those things where uh, you just didn't know uh, how it was going to end. Especially when it dawned on us that during the time this happened, that the Los Angeles County Jail, in three different cells, had Robert Downey Jr. because that's when he was having his issues, right? OJ, and then our our listener. They were they were all in the same big house. They were. Uh, so we continue. Favorite or most memorable Rick and Bubba moments? Uh, Greg in Columbus, Mississippi. Greg, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you? Hey guys, thanks for having me on. I appreciate you taking my call. It's our it's our pleasure. Uh, and again, this just shows how you guys are just audience driven. And thank you, you know, for doing a podcast and letting some of us tell some stories. So that's good. Yeah, it's great. We we like remembering all this with you. Well, the one I remember and. I, remember the most is because I was watching it with my grandfather when y'all were on Turner South is you shooting at JT because he went around to find money in the pine grove of was behind the studio. Oh, yes. And you were allowed to shoot paintballs live yeah. at him. Uh, that, this was actually as much money as they could. Yeah, this was actually Rick's uh, birthday gift. Yeah, was it my 40th birthday? I, I don't know which one it was, but right. you wanted to shoot JT. He was the program director at our flagship station. And uh, he was uh, he was always needing cash for something, and uh, so we put cash in envelopes, taped them to pine trees, and he put on all of his clothes and his protective gear. And then, as he ran tree to tree to retrieve the money, Rick got to shoot him with a paintball gun. Uh, it turned out to be so much fun because it was pine straw; it was on the side of a hill, so it was very hard to get traction. Um, his wife, Judy was there and she, uh, pulled the gun up and started shooting too at yeah. one point. So, <laughs> and, and I mean, you're heating that honey up right there, buddy. He just let that one go. <laughs> I forgot how funny line. that footage is. The funniest <laughs> line that Rick had was I kept shooting at his hands cause I knew he wasn't gonna let go of that money. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you something. JT, if he, you, he, he was always looking for money and I knew if we put money well, out he there, he goes down here at one point. <laughs> If we put money in those, on those trees in that pole, he would he would do it. He would let me shoot at him. And uh, well, how did y'all ever get clearance to do that? <laughs> well, I don't think we asked. That was a different well, day. I, I, yeah, you know, you know, it's better to get easier to get for uh, forgiveness and permission kind of thing. You, you know, get, back in those days, you could read Doctor Seuss. You wasn't a racist. <laughs> Greg, think about. I, know it, yeah. I want you to think about this, Greg. How long have you been listening to the show? Since the morning extravaganza. Wow. Okay. So you're the whole time. Do you realize how many Rick and Bubba things that we did like this you couldn't do now? Oh, you things you couldn't do an hour ago, you can't do now. Well, that's so true. Uh, well, look, we're, it, this footage is precious, uh, and if you've never seen it, you must go see it. Uh, look, there's where he went down. <laughs> look how many times he's been peppered. <laughs> that, but but it was that one, booty's yellow from the paintballs. We right? we called it the running of the goobs because yeah. you know we've always we've always been kind of the enemy, arch enemy of the, the our, our our arch enemy, our radio goobs. This is the consultants, the programmers. And JT, even though we love him, he was one of those. So the 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 fact that I got on my birthday, got to shoot a, a program director with a paintball gun as, as he scrambled for money, what was better than that? So can I say again, Bubba, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. That, Happy that, birthday. That, that was a fantastic day. Uh, Nick in Gulfport, Mississippi. Nick, go right ahead. 
Hey, how y'all doing? We're good, Nick. I hope you're all right. Welcome to Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. I'm telling you, I think probably one of my favorite moments is when uh, y'all had the, uh, when Arnold talk, was talking about uh, conserving energy, y'all called it curtain calls, where he couldn't say right. curtain. Yes. He couldn't say 7 o'clock. Either. He couldn't say 7 o'clock oh, either. Yeah. Remember, we were supposed to turn our our, th- our thermostats back at 7 o'clock, and he couldn't say clock. Yeah. Uh, and he still kept, had the heavy accent. Yeah, yeah. And, and it sounded more like you know Gamecock and 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 Buddy. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah, that's uh, that's I, one more too. It talks about Speedy and him describing the front of an airplane. That one was really good. No, oh, yes, well yeah. that, that one that one keeps. But if you remember the Arnold bit, and there, there's there's these. That, that's one of Hunter's favorite bits. He plays it for the family every Christmas. Yeah, because you realize that that was one of those moments where we get so tickled, we can't even breathe. And 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 the fact yeah. and the fact that we get talking about how those of us that live in down south and we do are always looked down on by the Californias of the world, and they couldn't even keep their power on. They had to have rolling blackouts, and Arnold had to come on and tell everybody when they could and couldn't use their electricity. I, we just thought that was mm-hmm. that was just a that, that was hilarious. And again, a lot of these things people are bringing up, you can get. By going to uh, you know at the Apple Store and just uh, searching Rick and Bubba, and uh, m- right now just about everything everybody's brought up is on uh, one of our past CDs, uh, and you can find all that uh, out in the digital download world. Uh, let's go to uh, to, to Susan. Uh, she's out of the great state of Arizona. Susan, welcome to Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. How are you? I'm good. How are y'all? We're great. We're great. So I had a hard time. It was kind of like trying to pick a favorite child or something. But, yeah, that's tough. Uh, I what is, <laughs> what is, um, Ryan passing out laughing. Ryan Greenwood that passing was, out. Yeah. Well, this um, Ryan, Ryan was an asthmatic to begin with, mm-hmm. and uh, I believe on that particular instance he had a cold or something that mm-hmm. had uh, caused that to even be worse, so – of course, uh, on the show, one of our goals was to make him laugh and pass out. He had told us, if you remember, Susan, and, and Ryan Greenwood is the former IT uh, person here at the Rick and Bubba show and, and still good friend, and he had told us, to Bubba's point, you know I'm an asthmatic and I'm really having some issues right now, so be leery of that. Uh, and, and so what we did then is I wanted to see if he really would pass out, if if we could get him laughing hard enough. and. Ryan Greenwood, to this day, Susan, this is some behind-the-scenes stuff, he lives for Speedy to be in some sort of predicament right. or for Speedy to be being made fun of or Speedy to be under the bus. I mean, he he lives for it. He sent me a Marco Polo the other day, and it's nothing but him not being able to breathe over Speedy getting getting invited on stage, and we started making him one of the Wilburns. Right. See, something like that for, for Ryan Greenwood <laughs> is a dream come true. So, so I at that time, Speedy had some stray cat that had given birth in his garage. That was what it was. Yeah, and you were talking about the kittens yeah. hopping around yeah, the garage, yeah. which so, is one of my favorite things. So Ryan so. said, I'm not going to laugh. I'm not going to laugh. And I looked at him. I said, so you're not going to laugh about Speedy's house of cats? And when I Do said, the little thing. Yeah, like I did the little hopping yeah. of all the little kittens hopping around. And when I did that, it just – he couldn't take it. I mean, it, it, he, it, he passed out. He he landed under my chair, and I was very careful not to roll on him, was, was, even yeah. though I didn't jump down to help him immediately. <laughs> yeah. Now, Speedy jumped down on top of it. Right. Like Spider-Man covering a victim. Yes, he did. And I thought Speedy – and Speedy was trying to give him mouth-to-mouth, and Ryan was trying to fight him off. Yeah. 
and the camera was catching all of that from right above them. It tilted down. Yep. And I wasn't getting in that fray. I mean, I was just yeah. watching it. But Speedy's desire to save people, yeah. it was almost kind of like, I was trying to think, you, you've seen it in movies. I think Jim Carrey did it in one of the Dumb and Dumber episodes where he's trying yes. to give somebody yes. mouth to mouth yes. and they don't want it. It was just like that. Uh, yeah, so Speedy was uh, <laughs> going to save Ryan, but it was. Uh, yeah, I think Ryan said, I would rather not make it than you do right. this. Right. And, uh, and, mm-hmm. it, yeah, and his head hit that console pretty hard. Yeah. All right, we'll come back. We'll take more of your phone calls, some of the most memorable, uh, our favorite moments uh, in Rick and Bubba's show history when Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, continues. All right, Bubba, let's talk about smart asset right now. I don't, I don't like to have assets that aren't smart. Do no, you? no. Do you, when, I tell you when, you, when you talk about this, you got to have your act together. So here's what we're talking about. Um, it, how about financial advisors, if you can find a good one? you will end up, on average, with about 15% more money to spend in retirement than if you try to go on your own and don't take any advice from a financial advisor. No matter what stage of life you're in, thinking about your financial future doesn't have to keep you up at night. Now, thanks to SmartAsset.com, the service that over a half a million people have trusted to help them find a financial advisor, there's a free and easy path to financial peace of mind, and it's called SmartAsset.com. Uh, they've built a safe and convenient tool that will help you find, and this is the key, vetted financial advisors in your area. Uh, so you think about this. You could go uh, online and, and search financial advisor. And, I mean, stuff's going to pop up everywhere. You're not even going to know where to begin. But if you use smartasset.com, uh, then that uh, you're, you're, you're now vetting out financial advisors, and it makes the selection process much easier. Within minutes, they'll match you with three pre-screen uh, you know, financial advisors, uh, all of them legally obligated to act at your best interest. So why don't you get a free personalized retirement planning report right now by going to smartasset.com slash Bubba. Your report will provide personalized insights on your retirement readiness. So go to smartasset.com slash Bubba today. Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, we're back taking phone calls from across the nation at 866-WE-BE-BIG. And Bubba, we're talking about the audience. We're listening to them. They're our guests today. Some of the most memorable moments in Rick and Bubba history, and we're putting in some antidotes if there's some things that they may not have known. Are we trying to cure it? We're, well, you know, and didn't I use that right? No, you antidotes. Did. I'm, 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 I'm not sure I did or not. Uh, so now, double meaning. Yeah, double meaning. So let's go to um, some of the others. David and Aniana. Th- this one can be fun because it, it allows us to take uh, some of the newer people <laughs> back into Rick and Bubba history. Uh, so, David, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Hey, um, I've been listening since 94 when I was a senior. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> anyhow, my memory's not so good on this one, but I remember I loved this. It was kind of an ongoing saga. Y'all were looking for Emma Sampson's fingers. Yes. And I, I, I kind of remember, was there an ex-wrestler that had found it or had possession of it? Well, the whole uh, concept, it was a promotion uh, called Rick and Bubba Say Give Us the Finger. Yeah, yeah give us the finger because we knew somebody had it. And the statue that he speaks of is an old Civil War statue. It's probably been canceled or tore down today. But, but it was a statue where our show began in, in Gadsden, Alabama. There it is for those of you that are watching this on YouTube. And it shows a young girl, Emma Sampson, who was pointing to where the – uh, was it the Union or the Confederacy it, I don't crossed? Know, I don't remember. I don't know who she was uh, pointing across, but she she was so- showing soldiers 
where the shallow part right. of the creek was, or it was a very big creek, if you've been in that area, uh, to cross. And uh, so that was uh, commemorated with this statue. Uh, there's a big story that goes with it, but that's the bottom line. She was showing them where to forge so, the river. So, so her, hand, her hand is pointing creek, with, yeah. with her finger toward the creek, yeah. and people kept tearing the finger off. And, and, and of course, now it looks like she's given the power sign. So we wanted that statue to be restored, and it was, as you said, Bubba, it was the promotion, Rick and Bubba, give us the finger. Yeah, we and wanted somebody a, to turn it in, no right. questions asked. It had been a problem over the years that the finger had been broken off several times, and, you know, there were rumors about who had it and where it was stashed and all that, but we went on a uh, campaign to restore the statue to its original condition. Do you remember the parody song that we wrote about it? Uh, what was the name of that? Uh uh, it had the word finger in the title. Yeah, it was Fingerless Emma Sampson uh, to, yeah. the, to the tune of Hotel California. Do you remember that? Oh, my God. Here's, yeah. a, little bit of, here, here's a little bit of it right now. It's not great quality. It's not, it's not great quality. But, but you can actually hear. And look, we're showing you the picture. That's when the finger's gone. See, it looks like she's giving the power sign. Do you, do you remember this song, David? Oh, yeah, this is crazy. I mean, this is so long ago. Yeah, this is, this is way back right here. So, so here it comes. And you'll hear Bubba in here as well. I was driving up Broad Street, cool wind in my hair, sharp smell of Tyson's rising up through the air. That's a chicken plant. There she stood on her pedestal, staring right back at me. My heart filled with horror. What's this I see? Sing it. Oh my God, it's a fingerless Emma Sampson. Doesn't anyone care? Doesn't anyone care? There's no finger there. There's no finger there. I can't oh look God. at a fingerless Emma Sampson. How about Bubba's background work? This can't go like on. This can't go on. You know her finger's gone. You know her finger's gone. Who could have done this? Did they use an axe? Surely we can buy a new one with the occupational tag. <laughs> this is a hideous sight of the worst kind. The Emma Samson statue. Everybody. Giving me the power sign. Oh my God, it's a fingerless Emma Samson. So that was it, David. We even threw in a protest on an occupational tax in there. There's no finger there. There's no finger there. That's awesome. Yeah, David, thanks for that memory, buddy. Uh, oh, yeah, that takes us way back. That is. That's way back. A lot of references in there. But, see, we've been fighting over taxation no, for a long no. time. Yeah, that's been a common thread. All right. So uh, let's go to uh, – boy, there's some dandies out there. How about Jim and Hartzell? Jim, welcome to Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. Go ahead. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. I'm a class of 99. I appreciate being one of your faithful uh, – followers and uh, being on your show. Thank you, man. I remember a episode y'all had, or not an episode, but a show y'all had at the Vaughn Brown Center when you was at an, some kind of expo, and I don't remember exactly what it was, but they had this, the uh, skiing squirrel. Oh, yeah. 
and the squirrel got loose. Oh, yes. So I was wondering if y'all know what happened to the squirrel. Bubba, that, that was, we were up there. It was an, it was an outdoor expo in yeah. Huntsville. And yeah. I, I know that Dream Ranch and the Ainsworth brothers, they, and Moultrie, they all were teamed up and they were doing it. And we did the show live from there. And the world famous water skiing squirrel was Ziggy? there. Ziggy? Ziggy? Wasn't that its yeah. name? And, and see, what we didn't know, and you may not remember this part, Jim, we didn't know there were multiple Ziggies. And yeah. so, so there, yeah. was, there was a whole box of squirrels. And, uh, and, and I'm using the word box. I mean wow. the cage. You know what I'm saying. But 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 all of a sudden that thing got turned over, or the or the door got well, unlatched. Well, I, I think the lady had asked for some help loading in some stuff, and we had several guys there. We had some interns there. Yes. Uh, uh, Dave Demonte Midget was there, I think, and uh, he, uh, you know, people were bringing in equipment for them. Right. That was it. You're right. And someone set down a box and then as they turned they kicked it over yep and the lid came off and rick there must have been like a hundred squirrels in that box i'd never seen anything like that in my life i mean they just came out and they seemed to multiply there was just hundreds of them running all over the von braun civic center von brown civic Center. as a matter of fact it was nuts it was nuts and uh and and I, i was down there trying to cover it for the show as they were trying to catch these squirrels and and it was just it was a mess yeah, and and so yeah, that was one of the funniest things I've ever, you know, especially for being a live segment. So funny! Oh my god! Did you ever hear the one? Because we've had animals. Rick, you looked up the, one of my favorite songs from uh, uh, who's the characters? Uh, Ray Phineas and Fur. Oh, that's right. That, no, no, you're right. That S I M P. Uh, squirrel in my pants. No, you're right. That yeah. is exactly right. Yeah, and we played that while we were covering that. And you remember, Dave, we had him uh, going up under some trailers trying to grab some, and they were in the rafters. I mean, it was just... Well, he was gifted in an area of, of, of yeah. getting squirrels out sure. from under the bleachers. and But they went everywhere, and it caused... Uh, I, I think it set back the, the, you know, the traveling show of Ziggy, the water skiing squirrel. Well, you got to be sure the lid's on that box. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so that's yeah. a good one. Now you know we've had we've had moments in Rick and Bubba history involving animals getting loose. The the monkey probably the most yeah covered that with Cassio. Yeah, that yeah, that, that one and and then the one that got loose down at Gulf Shores. Had a monkey get loose yeah, there. Don't don't yeah. forget that. Jumped on a lady's head. Uh, let's go to Iowa or Laura. That was funny too. Yeah. I mean that was funny. yeah. I've right. never seen anything like that I live. I mean I hadn't either. Lauren, go ahead. Not me there <laughs> on on site. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, I'm calling about when y'all went to Disney World, which was probably eons ago with your kid. Oh, yes. And my mom's a huge Disney fan, so literally any time we go to Disney, she always brings up that show about y'all going to Disney because there was so much in it. But her main part or her most favorite part was when the kids just wanted to go see Buzz, and y'all, they were like, Buzz, 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 and y'all said... It's burned to the ground. The ride has burned to the ground, and we can't go there. So she brings it up every time we go to Disney or talk about Disney. Yeah, we probably went too far. You know, you you know this when when you take your kids on a, on a amusement park of any kind, there's a stress level, and and I remember now, Bubba, I'd forgotten about this, Lauren, where our kids just kept screaming, "Buzz Lightyear, Buzz Lightyear," and we'd already ridden it, and finally we just we just turned around to them, and I know we probably shouldn't have done it, and we just said, "The Buzz Lightyear ride has burned to the ground." Well, it, it, I mean, it doesn't exist anymore. It's burned completely down. You know, there were several trips. Uh, we we had one that we went just as families. Oh, yeah. uh, we had uh, one, you know, I went the time Betty passed oh, out. Oh, my And goodness. I like, never got her out of the park. 
with her hypoglycemic. That's when I saw Scott Dawson down there. That's right. When you made a uh, very profound statement on that story, <laughs> I won't repeat. It <laughs> but it was it was profound though. <laughs> um, and we we made several trips individual uh, going uh, with Turner South to the Braves training camp. So there was a lot of there was a while there we were keeping Disney pretty hot. Yeah, I mean, and, and I'm glad we got it all in, but it yeah. seemed like every time we'd go to Disney that something something would happen. So right. we'll come back. We'll continue to take your, your phone calls, some of the more memorable moments in Rick and Bubba history when Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, continues. So, Raycon, uh, Bubba, have you ever seen the audience get, get as fired up? I mean, we've had products over the past that they've loved, but these Raycon earbuds – I mean, people are, are, are losing their minds over them. Well, we're getting rave reviews, Rick, and I've got some too, and there's a reason because they work really good and they're a lot less expensive than what you're used to. Now, look, if you ever, you know, when, when the earbuds first came out, let's be honest, the first ones had the wires to them. They weren't very good. Then you came into the, the first wireless earbuds and everybody got, everybody got fired up. But in all fairness, I don't think if, if we could have the same quality and, and it'd be more comfortable and look a little less ridiculous than stuff hanging out of our ears. It's very discreet. Uh, the Raycons, man, they fit comfortable. No one knows you have them on, but, boy, do they sound great. And at about half the price of the other earbuds out there and what they're trying to sell you on. So, And we can even get you an additional 15% off uh, by going to buyraycon.com slash rickbubbapod. Buyraycon.com slash, and then put, Rick Bubba Pod for your pod, and you'll get an additional fifteen percent on your entire Raycon order. Uh, so feel free to grab a grab a pair and maybe a spare to go with it. That's fifteen percent off the already low price and the quality and the Bluetooth, uh, you know, string all, all syncing is all very very easy and smooth. Uh, six hours of playtime uh, on, on each charge. Buyraycon.com slash Rick Bubba Pod, uh, and uh, and I think you're going to enjoy these. All right, so we're back on Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. Bubba, we've only, we've only got maybe about uh, you know, 11, 12 minutes yeah, left. Yeah, we have to move through these. We're moving we? through it. So these are people calling and saying these are the moments of the last 27 years of the Rick and Bubba show that, that I recall that are my favorites. Um, and, uh, and we go to, uh, to Jennifer. Jennifer's out of Music City, Nashville. Uh, Jennifer, welcome to Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. Go ahead. Thanks, guys. How are y'all? We're great. I hope you're okay. Thanks for taking time to be on the podcast. Oh, thank you. Uh, can you tell the story behind the bit that y'all played that uh, Taylor tells Bubba to shut up? Yes. Uh, yeah, we can play. Now, That Taylor is, is Greg's son, and in and, and all fairness, Greg, Greg hates when we do this. Uh, because here, here's what you're talking about. Bubba, shut up. Bubba, shut up. And that's, I think Taylor probably hates when we do Yeah, that. he does. Taylor is, of course, a grown man now with his uh, own kids. Yeah, with one <laughs> one kid and another one on the way and is a very successful football coach and uh, is, is turning 30. So this is wow. when he was when he was a little fella, he he did not he was very traumatized about going to school. Uh, you know, he he was fortunate well, like enough a lot of people are. Yeah, and he was very fortunate like we were when we were growing up to have his mother at home with him. I mean, she she uh, has worked for many years, but when her children were were young, Greg's wife, they wanted her to be home with her children. And if you can do that and it's find great. a way to do that, it's it's great. It, it's, it's great. I think kids benefit from that. But they're they're a little more clingy when now it comes the first time for them to be left by this this parent that has been with them, you know, and, and since he, birth, yes, yeah, since yeah. birth, at a strange place. And and so Taylor was a 
I mean, to see he is a man is really nothing like the way he was as a as a little boy. As a little boy, he was a he was a handful. He was funny. He was he was very quirky. He was very gregarious and never met a stranger. Uh, would perform. You know, he, he, I don't know if you knew this. Remember this? He used to pretend he was Garth Brooks. Taylor, I want to apologize right. for this segment right. for you right now and Uncle Rick, who's adding details right. that the caller didn't even ask about. But he did not want to go to school, and this was before Greg was on the show. And Greg called us and said, can y'all help me, because he likes the show, can y'all help me talk him in and let him understand that going to school is not a big deal? And, and so in that process of us trying to talk to him, and, and some of the things he said, which I, I will never forget. Now, this is not on the air, but he had already said when they told him that he was going to be dropped off at school that he couldn't believe that that was real. He was just like, I can't <laughs> yeah. believe this is real, that y'all are really going to leave me. And he, he told his mama that he just loved her so dang much. <laughs> and, uh, and so anyway, so we're trying to help him. We're in that process, Bubba said something about him having a girlfriend. Yeah, I, I got to poking him yeah. a little bit about some of the girls <laughs> yeah. and things that he might see yeah. at school. And, it's and like, it well, kind of embarrassed yeah. him a little bit. Why don't you go there and get your girlfriend? It'll be all right. Yeah. And then he said, Bubba, shut up. And, uh, and so he, he, was, he knew that we were messing right. with him. And it was really on me, yeah. and I think he got in trouble for it. But I, I, I was poking him a little bit about the girls. Yeah, he, he, he was. He, he wasn't trying to be disrespectful. No, he was. But Greg didn't like. And, you know, he didn't like him saying it. But that's what that was tied to, and and uh, and that it was us trying to get him to go to school uh, for the first time because he wouldn't go, and that's what it was about. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and he he hates when we relive it. So now he's going to probably yeah, hear it again. And he listens yeah. to the podcast every week. So Stephen in Birmingham, Stephen, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Uh, most memorable or our favorite moment of the last twenty seven years. All right. So longtime listener, friend of the show, Bubba knows me as Spartacus. That works for one of the communications yeah. companies. Yeah. Whoa. Back and forth. How are you, sir? I'm doing well, gentlemen. Uh, no, I was going to share my favorite memory of all times was the. If you remember way back in the day, we used to keep track of legitimate recorded car accidents caused by the Rick and Bubba show. Yes, I do remember that. And yes, and so one morning I was getting off at 280, and we all remember what great fun that can be. Oh, yes. And uh, we were live doing the papers in order bit from the Germans. You must have your mm-hmm. papers oh, from yes. the right. Germans. Oh, yes. And. I was laughing so hard that my foot came off of the brake. The woman in front of me, like, swerved in to cut me off in traffic. I am laughing so hard I bump into her, at which point she is furious, and she just sees me dying laughing, and I'm laughing so hysterically that I can't stop laughing at her. So <laughs> She's mad. Because I ran into the back of her car, and all I could do is laugh. So you just kept on <laughs> laughing even after you had wrecked? Even after I hit her, I didn't wreck. I mean, I bumped her. We were stopped off the interstate. They count that as a wreck. Cut but... in front of me. Yeah, so, I mean, we can count that as the official tally. I think we were up to eight. But we, I, I rear in this woman, and she jumps out mad at me because she thought I did it because she cut me off, and all I can do is laugh at this woman. Oh, God. <laughs> and I just – I had no option but to just laugh and drive off. I mean, there was nothing else to do. Stephen, may I ask you – may we ask you a question? When they arrived at the scene, did they have your papers? And, Stephen, you may not know that uh, about that same time, we had one of our first really good bumper stickers that, that said, yep, yep. I'm not drunk, I'm listening to Rick and Bubba. Yeah, it was, and, you, and you're, you're one of the reasons we yep. had to have that. So, 
Thanks Absolutely. a lot. Absolutely. Thank you very well, much. The, and we also, you know, when we do our German bit, the funniest one's the time we were doing Germans teaching. We were teaching Germans how to play baseball. Right. Because we had a guy right. said that's what he was in Germany to do. Right. And there was a guy in Germany listening to us who was from America, and he was doing some repairs at some German people's house, and he had it on, and we started doing it. Do you remember that? Why, well, yes, I do. And the people were kind of looking at him like uh, – Well, and a lot of that come from the fact – I loved Hogan's Heroes growing up. Right, uh, yeah. That was funny. Sure. And, you know, it was overdone humor with the uh, the Germans. So. Sure. But it was funny. It uh, we, we had a good laugh. You know, people are a little more sensitive now. <laughs> can't just Thank do an accent like the old days without everybody coming apart. Uh, let's go to uh, Jeff in Hendersonville, Thank Tennessee. Thank you for your call. We appreciate you calling us, Stephen. Uh, let's go to Thanks, Jeff. Hey, hey, Jeff, what's going on, buddy? Oh, not much. I'm, I'm 38 years old. I can remember you guys uh, riding to school uh, in junior high hearing the 7 o'clock song. So that's kind of when I go back. But started listening to uh, you guys about full-time 13 years ago. I just want to got to sit front row at the uh, – 20th anniversary tour and in Huntsville. So oh, thanks. Really enjoyed the show. That was a great uh, night. Got four four things I want to hit you with real quick. Bubba and the Moth. Yep. Uh, you know, I don't think we have the tools to pull this off. Oh, yes. Yeah. Gary and Rick's prank gone bad. Yeah. That... Uh, the first time that you guys played James Knup on air. Yes. And the first time that Mr. Allen was revealed on the air. And I think <laughs> the, kind of the underrated part of that is the head out of bed and the feet on the floor part. Yeah, we right, don't we right. don't play that part as much, and you're right; it's grossly underrated. And and and, <laughs> and I mean, you got a pretty good list there. Yeah, the the, the day that you had the moth in your it flew, it flew, it, it dive bomb right. Well, in it's still one of the most freaky things ever happened to me. I'm walking in like I am any other morning. It's like I've been shot. Right. I mean, this thing goes right in my ear. I can't get it out. Greg's trying to get it out. We get in here. Of course, he didn't have the tools we needed. Right. And I had to go to the emergency room, which is over the hill yep. here from the studio. It's very close, just a mile or two. Right. They actually got it out, and I was back by the, before we went on the air. So it, it, it <laughs> happened It happened quickly and bad, and uh, we were able to get it resolved. Yeah. But it was awful. I mean, Rick, it was like a helicopter in your ear. Oh, I can't, can't get it out. The fact that it dive-bombed you, wait, wait, it came in and just oh, wide I open. I know. And uh, so, yeah, we had you know, that. I get here, and it's dark usually when I arrive, and, uh, you know, we have lights out in the hall, and it was circling around that. And it just, I mean, what what are the odds, you know? So they got it out, and then he then he liked the, the prank gone bad. That one, yes, we had that one led to all kinds of stuff. And then uh, Mr. Allen with the feet on the floor. What was the other one he said? Oh, uh, gosh, uh, I can't remember. You know, yeah. uh, I, I, I told you before, I recorded that when I – had my first paying radio gig, yeah. uh, and uh, you know that had to be eighty one. So that was almost that was forty years ago. Yeah, that that that's been a long time. Forty ago. years ago, Rick. Wow. How about that? Wow. Uh, D in Tuscaloosa. And this may be getting toward the end. D may be our last one. D, D, go ahead. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show, and welcome to Rick and Bubba oh, University, guys, the podcast. We're good, man. What's what's your some of your favorite moments in in years past? Your uh, your fireworks show there that went awry has got to be number one. You know that was one of Bubba's favorites. You know I have uh, some favorites that, of Bubba's that that I'll ask him to do for me. The the little person at the concert mm-hmm. is, is may is one of the finest retellings of any story I've ever heard. Uh, and for some reason, this fireworks story slays you. I know. Uh, well, uh, I I, I uh, know it. I've seen it happen, and yeah. uh, uh, it. it it's just you know we've all been there when when the fireworks you're shooting off gets on the ground and yeah. how it goes just south really well, quick. Well, we we all you know this, uh, D. We want to do such a good job for our family. And my dad 
put on fireworks shows for us growing up. He was very much into it. He had a connection to a fireworks place as a football coach. So they bought they brought him things we shouldn't have been shooting off in the yard probably. But but in, in that, that moment when your family is on the deck up above you and you're in the yard and you put it on a piece of plywood so you won't catch the – because it, it gets real dry you know, around 4th of July in our part of the world. And I stepped on that plywood, and the the one the thing that was shooting the fireworks falls over on its side mm. and starts firing on the deck with my family on the deck. That moment, and and I think Bubba, I mean, it's like the War of eighteen twelve at that point. Yeah, and yeah. I think your favorite part was even though there was stuff hitting the kids, babies crying, older kids picking up younger kids, that and and everybody running for the back door to save their lives. My wife was still able to get in. I told you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and, As she was running. I mean, just you know, hair with just sparks and, and fire all in it, uh, but still had uh, the wherewithal to to give me the, uh, the I told you. I think we can do one more. Uh, let's. Uh, oh, boy, that's a that's a tough. Now, this guy in Texas intrigues me a little bit. Uh, <laughs> let, let's see. Uh, uh, let's go to James. James, uh, you're, you're our final call on Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. Well, Bubba saved my life with his calcium scoring test, and. I just came and saw y'all, me and my wife, July of 2019, after I had it done. I know Bubba had issues with his heart, and anyway, he got me wondering about it. I talked to my doctor about it. We had the calcium score. It was a, a little bit elevated, so he recommended to, you know, getting a heart cath. We had it done on your big weekender of 2019, I think it was, and everything came out good. Uh, nothing. They said they had trouble finding my heart, but they did sure. find it. So, so wait. You said the big weekender. So, Do you mean the big year ender? Big year ender. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Because from so wait a minute. We're doing the big year ender, and because we told you, Bubba told you about the ability to get your calcium score. I just talked about that with somebody yesterday, by the yeah. way. And you went and got it, and it ended up saving your life. Well, you know, I don't know if I had a problem or not, but it, you know, they they went and checked it out just to be precautionary. Yeah, well, that's good, and and you know we we've shared uh, laughter and tears for twenty seven years, yeah. and uh, concerns, and you know we go through the show like we go through life, and a lot of you too, and I have had people, Rick, who said uh, after we did that they went and got tested and had to have a procedure oh, yeah. done. So yeah. there was some people, and uh, we're glad you shed a lot on that, and that's that's a real easy score to do, and you. Even if you're feeling fine, you need to get it done so you have a baseline. Yep. And then when it goes elevated, you know you have an issue. And uh, like I say, now there's so many things they can do uh, that are, uh, you know, minimally evasive that can save your life that years ago they couldn't do or it would take a complete open-heart surgery. So we're glad that that technology exists, and we encourage everybody because, you know what, we want you to be around to keep laughing. Well, thanks, guys. I, I, there's no way, better way to end this than, hey, somebody's life got saved by the show. <laughs> so uh, so I, I don't know what – we can't beat that. So thank you guys so much. Thanks for all of you we'll that participated. We'll do this again. Yeah, we'll and, again. and we'll do it again. A lot of fun. And uh, and thanks for all the years that, that we've gotten to do this. And like Bubba said, let's, uh, let's try to do 27 more. Right. And uh, thanks so much for being with us. Hope you enjoyed this edition of Rick and Bubba University, the podcast.